It's time for the La Sabrina Hair Design Podcast with Amy Button. Well, welcome back, listeners and viewers. Charlie McDermott, producer, co-host of the show, here with Amy. Amy, how you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? Doing terrific on this fine Monday. And I found that uh, Mondays are awesome when you're not sick. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> The things we take for granted in life, right? Yes. You know, and uh, which really speaks to a topic, a serious topic we're going to talk about today. You know, uh, it's easy to assume life is good and it certainly is. And we live in paradise and all that. But there's some things happening in in the background uh, and have been for a long, long time. And there's a recent movie that really took the the country on by storm, if not the world. And uh uh, I know uh, it's something you wanted to kind of delve into here. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Yeah. So there's a movie in the theater right now called Sound of Freedom. Um, and in the salon, that's usually where I get most of my updates on like what songs are out or what movies are popular. Um, yeah. But this one I knew was coming. Uh, the Barbie one took me by surprise because I didn't know that was coming. But You didn't. Um, no, oh <laughs> I'm like just out of the loop. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's where I get my information is standing behind the chair. But yeah, so that movie, um, it has done a fantastic job. And this whole story is about the founder of the Operation Underground Railroad, because modern day slavery is still a thing. Um, and there is this organization one of many, but this one is a phenomenal organization um, of military men or ex-military. And they go, they create a task force and they go in and they rescue children of um, human that are in the human trafficking world being sold as slaves. Wow. Wow. And the, uh, I have, I have not seen it yet, uh, but I, I, you know, I've listened to a podcast here and there and listened to the I guess the producer, I forget his name. Um, so I know a little bit about the story, but, you know, uh, uh, so correct me if I'm wrong here because it's been a few weeks, but it it sounded like these um, agents or whomever they, they are, um, it was part of their task force, like you said, but then didn't they get pulled off and, and you know, the, the guy decided to just do it himself. I mean, it, it, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, that, that piece of it, that, um, are you familiar with that? I'm familiar with the organization. I've yeah. been following them for years. Okay. Um, and then there's some private organizations, even locally that I know some of the safe houses have used or some of the um, organizations that we've supported, they've raised funding in order to, you know, hire a task force similar to that. So um, what I find so inspirational is not only this particular man's uh, sacrifice, uh, because he did, he basically said no to a lot of things so that he could say yes to this issue. but it's inspirational to see somebody be so passionate about the topic, but then meet that passion with action. And I think that's usually when you see 
a big a big difference is made. Yeah, yeah. So, Southwest Florida um, can't be happening here, right? I mean, this is uh, we're like I said, paradise. We're protected. This is this is stuff that happens in other parts, maybe along the border in Texas, uh, things like that, right? That is the common way of thinking, yes. But unfortunately, um, it's everywhere. I mean, there's really nowhere to go to escape it. Um, I know, like, on a world scale, I mean, that it's an, an issue. It's been an issue for years. But unfortunately, right now, in the United States, um, it is next to drug trafficking. It is the biggest I think they're tied right now for the biggest issue crisis in America. Um, that means it's happening in everybody's backyard. Um, and because we're in a touristy location, that's where money is. And so therefore that's where a lot of the um, of victims are being found uh, or, you know, the, um, I don't want to call it a need, but like they are fulfilling something yeah. that is being yeah. purchased here is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely happening in our backyard. And where are these victims coming from? It's a lot of different kinds of places. I mean, uh, the other way of thinking is, and I think even in the movie, they touch on this particular aspect where it's, you know, kids being smuggled across the border. Um, so they're not American citizens, but that's not just the case either. I mean, we have, we come across survivors that um, they're born and raised Americans and they're found in the school systems and foster homes. Um, you know, runaways will usually be lured in by um, somebody that's good at entrapping people Um in Hollywood or anywhere where people are, you know, trying really hard to reach a point of fan of famous, they are willing to compromise certain things. And so that's exploited. Um, the other area is um, any type of pornography. We think that, you know, people chose that way of life, or at least that's the normal way of thinking. But a lot of times that is coerced or somebody is blackmailed into doing that for a profession. And so that fits under the umbrella of human trafficking as well. Um, most of the time, these people aren't getting paid. We think that it's a career and they're getting paid for it. And a lot of times they're not. They're stuck. Wow. Wow. How did you get involved in all this? Um, it, I had heard about it being an issue in the States. <laughs> I'm trying to think what the year was. I think it was around 2009, um, somewhere in there. I had gone to like a women's conference and somebody had gotten up to try and raise funds for a safe house. And I just could not shake it. Like it, I was losing sleep over it. I had two little girls at home. It just, it kind of rocked my world and it wasn't going away. And so I was, you know, kind of in this place of, okay, well then if I can't shake it, then I need to do something about it. Um, similar to what I said earlier, being able to take something you're passionate about 
being able to like put some action to it um, is extremely helpful. And so for the listeners too, and what, and what I tell people behind our chairs, you don't all have to be the next founder of the next operation underground railroad, um, not belittling that at all, but there are a lot of practical things that we can do that put action to, to the issue, to the passion behind trying to get, you know, these girls safe and boys and girls. It's not just girls. Um, so yeah, practical ways with one, go see the movie. Um, I know a lot of people are concerned, like maybe they want to watch it at home just in case it does um, feel a little too heavy. If you can't make it through the movie and you need to like pause and take a break. Um, they do also sell like t-shirts or you can even buy tickets for people. And um, so then you're, you're purchasing a movie ticket and somebody who wants to go and might not be able to go, they can use that ticket. Um, you also can look up the organization and there's ways to give directly to them that way. Um, and then there's, we have two galas coming up for two of the nonprofits that we are supporting as a salon and their tickets are both launched and up for sale. One of them is for I am fuse, which can be found on their website. Um, and that gala is in the end of September. And then Path to Freedom has a gala in January. Um, and again, tickets are for, on sale for that. And that those are great opportunities to, mm. to put a little bit of action and might even open up doors for other opportunities if yeah. people are wanting to help out. And Amy, where do those funds go? So the funds for which thing? Well, there's... A We'll take them one at a time. The the, uh, the the one coming up, the event coming up. The events coming up. So I know both organizations of each of those galas, they're raising funds for different things. Um, and I don't want to get them wrong. I yeah. do know the one in January. I believe they're raising funds because they need a second safe home. Um, more of a, a home that is designed for those who need a lot more attention than what they can do um, at the safe home they currently have. So it would be a great starting point for somebody that needs a lot of extra help before they move to the other one. So um, I know they're raising funds for that. And then the um, I am fuse that, gala that's coming up in September, which is coming up quick. So if anyone wants to buy tickets, yeah. I would hurry. Um, but they're trying to raise funds to get their first location, their first brick and mortar. They're doing so many amazing things as far as linking survivors to resources and the things that they need, but they don't have a physical place yet for them to come and maybe sit down and have a counseling session or they do a lot mm -hmm. of job training opportunities where you're giving the survivors a lot of different tools to move forward in life. Mm -hmm. um, it would be really helpful for them to have a place to hold those yeah. meetings. And then the, uh, the safe house, or the safe house, Amy, I mean, what's the, how long does one stay there or, or how does that work? It really depends on the situation. It mm -hmm. depends on the age. 
Um, and it just also depends on how, uh, how much each individual needs um, to feel first safe and then be able to build on that. Um, Cause the goal is always to have, you know, them independent. I mean, their, their goal is to be free. <laughs> and so, like you said, there's so many things we take for granted and um, freedom is definitely something yeah. that most of us take for granted. Wow. Oh, awesome. Well, uh, yeah, Amy, share those two uh, events again for your listeners so they can make a note of that. Sure. So I am Fuse and they have a gala, I believe it's September 30th. Um, and then Path to Freedom is the next gala, and that's in January. Super, super. Anything else uh, we should know? Anything else come to mind? <laughs> um, I think sometimes we forget even just the day-to-day -day inspirations yeah. that we can be for another person. I had somebody a long, long time ago, I was sitting in a church service and our pastor was preaching a sermon about if you ever want to be great, then you need to make somebody else great. And I think that's such a little great piece of something to hang on to. I know it's changed the way I kind of look at my day-to-day. -day. And sometimes you don't know, like, one of the biggest inspirations for me was I had the most amazing hairdresser as a little girl and huh. she made me feel it didn't matter how little I was. I think the first time she cut my hair, I must've been like five or six years old, but she would get down on my level and she would look me in the eye, call me by name, made me feel so hmm. loved even at that age. Um, and we still had a relationship. I think when I got my driver's license, she was the very first person I went to see um, to show off my driver's license. It was such a big deal. But wow. she made a huge difference in my life. Like, And she probably is one of the reasons why I became a cosmetologist because she just made every single person feel so loved on. And that little tiny action it didn't have to be this grand thing i just i believe she went to work every day with that mentality that you know if she wanted to do something great or be accomplish something great then she needs to make someone else great and it didn't matter that i was six years old <laughs> wow neat story well amy thanks for all you're doing and sharing this important message and uh, uh we'll uh, We'll continue to talk about the events in future episodes. And uh, speaking of which, until then, you have a great rest of the day there, Amy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the La Sabrina Hair Design Podcast. To learn more about the La Sabrina Hair Design Experience, go to www.lasabrinahairdesign.com. That's www.la. S-A-B-R-I-N-A hairdesign.com or call 239-537-9315.